This week on the Spivey Special Podcast, we'll be talking about burgers, Blockbuster, and Big Shop Bob. Welcome to episode 21 of the Spivey Special Podcast. That's one more than 20. We're doing pretty good. That's a bike check. Yeah. Maybe not in California with that weird card game. I still don't understand how that version works. Oh, I have no idea. California blackjack. That don't make no sense. Well, Troy, it's the return of hike season, my least favorite time of the year. It's the worst. Can we get some rain on Saturday and Sunday so we can stay inside instead of going to walk? I just want to watch the XFL, but I don't get the chance. I'd even watch cooking shows. I'd watch the Cookie Monster. Yeah, he's really good. Very talented young man. Mm -hmm. He's an (laughs) up-and-comer. Big news in the podcast game. We got our new mixer. Jackpot. We, that means we're going to have the capability to have a third person in the studio, a.k.a. my bedroom. Ooh, spooky. <laughs> so we're going to have a lot of fun. We're going to have our first in-studio live guest next week. Yeah, I think we kind of pimped it on the last show, but it's going to be our dad, old Michael Spivey. Our whole family is a little worried, but luckily we can edit anything he says so he doesn't get himself in too much trouble. It should be a lot of fun, and we're both looking forward to it. So we got a fun one on deck today. Another Triple B episode, our second Triple B. Yeah, we got to find a new letter. One B is not enough. Either is two. Let's put, I think there's four in it today. Yeah, maybe when we watch Cookie Monster, we should go back and learn some more letters other than B. Sesame Street is a tough street to live on. And Gangs. People, people living in trash cans. I know, it's ridiculous. I don't trust the humans. Yeah, they've got like imaginary giant Snuffleupagus monsters that only yeah. some people can see and other people can't see. It doesn't make any sense. That bird is huge. And I'm pretty sure the count is sucking people's blood too. You got to do what you got to do on the Sesame Street. It's also a seed. <laughs> it's a way to open stuff as well. Exactly. Okay, let's get into our first one. We are going to start out with Food Court Files. All rise, it's time for the Food Court Files. This week for Food Court Files, we're going to be doing another healthy one. This is like 10 in a row for us. We're going to be talking about burgers. I think it's 21 in a row. We didn't do like a veggie in there somewhere? I don't accidentally, maybe. That doesn't sound like something that we would do. Yeah. All right, so we're going to kind of break down burgers. We're going to start with my favorite part of the burger, which Heather always gets mad when I say compliment this part of the burger, and that's the bun. I think it's a make or break. You got some nice buns. We're going to like you. All right, so let's go with some of these buns. And then we got a sesame seed bun, your classic Big Mac. That's a, that's a really good bun. I don't know what sesame seeds taste like. No, they're very bland, a lot like lettuce. They get some sort of weird texture to it, though. It kind of gives it a crunch in a way, which is nice. Yeah, I like the potato buns as well, if mm-hmm. I'm going to be buying them from the store and making my own. Yeah, really Those good. Those are reasonably priced and soft. pretty flavorful. Soft. Kicks it up a notch. Yeah. I like that. They're good when you put them on the grill, too, with a little bit of butter. Yeah. Takes butter. The, takes the Gotta make them healthier with the butter. Brioche. 
Now that's when you get real fancy. That's way too fancy for me. I thought you just sneezed. That's like eating butter that is also bread. Mm. It's good. <laughs> you gotta guess. Get it on that. Now, have you had just sourdough bread as part of a burger, like a, on think, a Frisco burger? I think that's just called a sandwich. No, not if you not if you did like a Frisco burger. I don't know. Just because you name it a burger. I called you a burger. Okay, but I don't have... Well, I do have nice buns, but... And you're cheesy. It's true. Probably covered in ketchup if I had to guess. <laughs> okay. All right, um... How about sponge bun, like an In-N-Out burger? Good, good. Yeah. Don't try to do too much. You don't have to if you got a good inside of your burger. You got to have a really solid topping is another thing to pull off a sponge bun. Yeah. Pretzel bun. They're very dangerous pretzel buns. Watch out for the roof of your mouth. They'll get you. Yeah, we were out at Chili's. My dad got a pretzel bun. Cut his lip. He was bleeding the whole time. It's hilarious. <laughs> He just kept going at that pretzel burger, though. You gotta. You gotta. Uh, ciabatta buns. Very good bun. I enjoy those as well. I think they're more of a sandwich for me, though, for bread. Yeah. You ever had a Togo sandwich with ciabatta bread? Mm-mm. During that short little window where you could? Mm-mm. That's my favorite memory of sex date. Hmm. They were the last ones to have it. That shouldn't be my favorite experience from college, but... Yeah. I had really good pizza while I was at college. It's all I remember. I did have really good pizza <laughs> when I was at college and breadsticks. Nice. You look like a breadstick. Thank you. Um, and then Hawaiian rolls. We're getting into sliders. That might be my favorite. Hawaiian rolls are just good by themselves. They don't even need butter. They're so delicious. They just melt in your mouth and not in your hand. Mm-hmm. Unless it's really hot. All right. For our meat... You gotta go. We gotta go beef. All meat, Marvel. Now the key to a good burger, though, you gotta have the right fat content. It can't be too lean. Yeah. Then it's gross. It can't be too fatty, or your barbecue will catch on fire. I had that happen to me. Yeah. Well, that's because you got a little too close, and your fat is what set it ablaze. (laughs) That did happen. That's why I wear a flame retardant suit when I barbecue. Yeah. Emphasis on flame. You didn't go with the retard? <laughs> that would have been better. <laughs> I know, but this is a PG I was trying show. to throw you an alley-oop, and you just... Yeah. You forgot to jump. Fat guys can't jump. <laughs> All right, so for me... Now, we're going to start with beef. Now, we're doing a burger. Are you a single burger, double burger? It really just depends on the burger and what we're doing with the meat. If we're stuffing the meat, you only need one patty. But if you're just... It depends too much how much produce and cheese you're putting it on. Yeah, I think if it's like a quarter pound or bigger, you can do one. I think if it's like a smaller one, like if they're trying to eat like a junior bacon cheeseburger. Just throw as many patties on there as you can get. Load it up. I need at least a quarter pound if we're going to be doing this right. Yeah. I think you, you can't overdo it with the meat, though, especially if you have good sides. Now, does chicken count as a burger for you, or is that a chicken That's sandwich? That's a sandwich. So we skip chicken. Bison burgers. You're more of a bison burger kind of guy. I like bison burgers. Now, what about adding bacon? That's a meat. Well, you have to do that if that's an option. Yeah, there's no... Even bad bacon is pretty good. Even like Carl's Jr. bacon, which Kevin? is... Kevin? Kevin bacon? Yeah, he. I put him on a burger. Why not? <laughs> okay. Are you a veggie burger guy? No. 
Fair enough. Yeah, it, you have to work really hard to find a veggie burger that I would enjoy. I mean, and I would order instead of. Yeah, I mean, there's they've gotten pretty good with their taste. Or I've tried some of Sarah's, and you can't really tell too much of the taste. But if you tell me it is, I'm gonna hate it. Have you had an Impossible Burger yet? No. Or whatever the other ones are. No, I won't do it. Me either. Bunch of hippie nonsense. That's what. Veto. You think Veto has it? No, I'm vetoing it. Oh, it was a verb. Yeah. Okay. Not a person. Well, I think veto could also be a verb. Yeah. I don't know. We'll have to think about that. I'll have to check my dictionary. Mm, Webster. Webster's, yeah. Cheeses. Now, we already talked about stuffing our patties full of cheese. Yeah. Good move. I think there's only a handful of cheeses that are really that good on a burger. Yeah. I've had a lot of cheeses on burgers, but you got to go with the classics. Cheddar and American are both good cheeses. That's probably going to be your normal if you're at a barbecue or something like that. You're going to get cheddar or American. Yeah, I think American just melts in a very pleasing way. Makes it kind of gooey and fantastic. It just looks good. On it's the-, the worst cheese by itself, but it's something about it on a burger. It just makes it right. Now, I'm a big pepper jack guy. Got a little kick to it. I like that. You got to have the right toppings and stuff to go along with it if you're gonna do it though i love pepper jack by itself so yeah it's just it's just trying to do too much if you just have like a burger and pepper jack cheese i like it okay well i mean i like it too but depends how much you're seasoning your meat too if you got bland meat you need to kick it up a notch with a little pj well that's what your condiments and stuff are for are you a swiss cheese guy never been this yeah it's gotta be a really weird scenario where I'm getting Swiss. I would throw maybe a, on like a mushroom burger. I would throw a string cheese on there though, mozzarella. I put string cheese on everything. Why wouldn't you? Yeah, but like especially on nachos. It just takes a long time to string it all the way across the burger. I you just can, I just go for it. Now. You can't. That's just that's argument for another day. You can't just go at a string cheese. I like to bite just a little off of it and then string it. That would make it easier to string. Yeah. All right, so your traditional chop toppings, we've got tomato. Huge tomato guy. Love it. A little salt. Yeah, Good you flavor. It. Gives it a little juice. Yeah, I like the thicker cut of tomato. I really want to Don't go, go for thin. it. Yeah. yeah. I want to really taste it. Lettuce. Are you an iceberg? Romaine? Spinach? iceberg dead ahead shredded iceberg or like no. leafed i need like a leaf i only want one piece with my tomato i can't okay i'm a shredded lettuce guy shredded lettuce on a burger i don't like it i hate it well i love big macs and that's what's on a big mac that's so. true there's other ones that go along with it but I, I like those ones onions yes grilled and ungrilled anything with an onion I, used I finally to, had the whole grilled onions in in and out. It was game changer. And used to not be an onion guy, but the onion gives you a little little something something. I like it. Mm-hmm. Pickles. Pass. Hard pass. Hate pickles. Love pickles. Any kind of pickles. Spicy pickles. Regular pickles. Big pickles. Dill pickles. Big pickles. Tommy pickles. Whatever. Just throw it on there. Yeah, I don't. Different kind of flavor. Um, avocado, I'll put it into the traditional toppings just because we just have it so often. Yeah. It might be more of a California thing though. Avocado's delicious. 
just good. I mean, what can you do about a good avocado? It's just a nice little topping. Gives you a little bit more moisture. And just when you bite into it, it's just nice. See, now if I'm going to be doing avocado, I'll be doing the pepper jack. That's one of those things that kind of complement each yeah, other. You can't just go a random burger, no cheese and avocado and a bun and like ketchup. That's weird. Yeah, I wouldn't go with ketchup. Now, what kind of weird toppings have you had on a burger? I've got a list of a few that I've had. I've had a lot of burgers in my day, if you can't tell. Yeah. Impossible burgers, right? No, not impossible <laughs> amount of burgers. Um, kind of like you with your list. I've had pineapple. Um, Slice grilled pineapple is fantastic. Yeah, really, really good. Um, fried mac and cheese. Ooh, mac yeah. and cheese in general. Yeah. Let's just take gravy. When did you have gravy on a burger? <laughs> if you gotta ask, can't afford it. Where is that? I want to go to there. <laughs> it, I think I just made it. It's one of those leftover things. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Well, we got gravy and burgers. All right. Have you had pulled pork on a burger before? As like a second meat? I don't can't recall if I have. If I did, it wasn't memorable enough for me to remember. Oh, man. I had a really good burger that had a pulled pork and I had Sweet Baby Ray's barbecue sauce mixed hmm. into it. Very good. Very good. Are you, Have you had fried egg on a burger before? Like a Royal Red Robin burger before? No, that's your jam, though. I would. I mean, it's not like I just not my favorite at Red Robin fantastic didn't think i would ever like that and now i can't not get it when it's an option it just adds another layer of oozy goodness now another one is onion rings like onion in a rings? western bacon absolutely you gotta have onion rings on your burger i don't know if that one's that weird but on the list jalapenos i don't like jalapeno i'm not a spice guy ginger maybe i like the like fried jalapeno rings Sporty. on the burger Posh. Is that what you're going with? <laughs> have you had a donut for a bun before? I have like not. Like at the State Fair? No. Have you? Absolutely, I have. Yeah, I know. You love the State Fair. I love everything about the State Fair. I can't, I, wait. I can't wait for July when we get to do the State Fair episode. That's going to be my favorite. I think they think of you when they're making the menu out there at the State Fair. What would Zach eat? All right, let's do it. Uh, KFC is introducing a chicken sandwich with a donut for the bun, and I am very excited. That's I don't even like KFC, but I'll go for that. You like KFC. I actually don't. You kind of look like the colonel. Thank you. (laughs) I think you look like the colonel more than anybody, Mr. Greybeard. It's true. All right, condiments on your burger. You got to go catch up. Mm, Nah, I pass with mustard, but I hate mustard. Mayo. I got to do a two. It's got to be a two condiment mix for me, whether it be ketchup, mustard, ketchup, mayonnaise. Barbecue. Mayonnaise, mustard is like one of my new favorites. Ugh. I know you don't like mustard because it gives you a headache because you're. Thousand Island is basically ketchup and mayo. It's pretty close. The, basically, your secret sauce at most places is either Thousand Island or it's ketchup and mayonnaise mixed together. I do like a good barbecue sauce, though. You can actually buy the ketchup and mayonnaise mixed together in a bottle. I think Heinz makes it. It's smart. It's America. We're lazy. Yeah. It's just too much work. And I, But I think that's a better idea than like peanut butter and jelly in the same jar. Peanut butter jelly time. And a baseball bat. All right, Trey, do you have a favorite burger? 
Um, just off the top of my head, I'd probably say at the Factory of Cheesecake, they have a really good burger, and on top of it's a fried mac and cheese ball, and it's just delicious. Now, how do you feel on, like, if you have a really big burger, are you ever going to cut it with a knife and eat it with a fork, or are you just going to go for it and just wear a bib? I will, I would never cut a burger in half. I don't I don't care. I'd cut it in half. But I would it's never half the fun. I'd never cut it like in pieces and eat it with a fork. No, that's that's what serial killers do. <laughs> All right, if I ever hang out with somebody and they're eating it with a fork, I know now. Yeah. That's that's they're crying out for help. Now what's your favorite burger? What's your jam? Okay, I have a couple. Well, I've got one written down and then I just thought of another one later today. Um it's at Squeeze In. Um, if you haven't seen it, there's an episode they went there on Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives. So it's a double squeeze with cheese. Now, when you go to squeeze in, your cheese isn't just like a slice of cheese. They throw the cheese on the grill with ice mm. and turn the cheese into what's called a cheese skirt, which is like the size of a piece of binder paper, and they just slap it over the top of your burger. I like that. The more cheese, the better, though. And it's just fried and oozy and fantastic. And then I'll add avocado and bacon. Why wouldn't you? Yeah, it's just fantastic. It sounds like you're going to take out a loan to pay for that. Totally worth it. <laughs> totally worth it. <laughs> Here comes Zach again. Checking I, the cash. I wish the original squeeze-in was still open because that was one of my favorite experiences. A little pink shack out there. It's a love shack. It's a little place where we can get together. If you see a faded sign on the side of the road... It's 15 miles. miles. Yeah. To squeeze in. Now, the other burger that I thought of earlier today, it's called the Mad Cow Burger. Mm-hmm. And it's got three third pound patties on it, making one pound of beef. It also has like four pieces of cheese or something insane. Yeah. I've I had, won't laugh. I've had that a couple of times. Where is that one? I'm not allowed to eat like that anymore. Uh, Wiener Works. Oh, the one over there on Madison and Auburn? Mm-hmm. We went there once with you. They will give you an entire tray full of fries, too. Why wouldn't they? You can't fit in the door on the I, way out. I think they're trying to get you fat enough that you can't fit out of the door on the way so out. So you just stay. All right, bring me another Mac Hamburger. <laughs> Jackpot. Do you have any other favorites? What's your favorite fast food burger? Let's say not counting In-N-Out because yeah. we've already did an entire episode on our love for In-N-Out. I would probably say Jack in the Box, Jack in the Box All-American Burger. Hmm. I don't know that they even have that on the menu, but it was it was simple. It was just it was just your regular burger with um, lettuce, tomato, but it had ketchup, mayonnaise, and mustard, which I didn't know that was a combo that I wanted, but it was it was fantastic. Now, for me, Wendy's, they have a pretty good double cheese there. Oh, yeah. Um, Absolutely. They're square patties. It kind of throws you off at first. Like, that's not the right shape. Um, I like Carl's Jr. Western Bacon. Uh, McDonald's Big and Tasty back in the day. I don't know if they still have Big and Tasty anymore. They do not. But those are just kind of the ones off the top of my head that I remember. I don't really like Jack in the Box too much except for their tacos. Have you seen the like quad burger or quad chicken sandwich that they have now? Mm-mm. 
I kind of want to eat that. Like right now. Didn't you just eat? I, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Trey, you got anything else for burgers? I think that's it. I mean, I'm sure we'll come back, touch on the burger topic again, but that's just. I think we'll we'll probably talk about a few like individual restaurants and full menus, but those are just kind of the things that we're looking for in our burgers. Burgers are good. I love burgers. Stuff the patties if you can. Yeah, if you have not done that yet. Oh, we didn't talk about blue cheese on a burger. Are you a blue cheese burger? I like blue cheese a lot. In the cheese and blue cheese in the burger. That's the way to do it. Mushroom Swiss, also a good combination. Oh, even adding mushrooms on your burger is good. You gotta have the right cheese for it. It's kind of weird if you do like American cheese with mushrooms. It just doesn't work. <laughs> you don't care. You just no. put things in your mouth. Yeah, just go for it. I'll taste the same if you're all chewing willy bark. nilly like. All right, I think that's all we got for burgers. We're gonna take a quick break and we're gonna come back with remember that thing. Do you like the sweet taste of Mountain Dew? Do you like your vodka to be both inexpensive and flavored like melons? Then if we got a beverage for you. From the minds of the hosts of the wildly popular podcast that shares its name, we bring you the Spivey Special. One part Mountain Dew, three to four parts Burnett's Watermelon Vodka, 100% fun. Drink one at your next party or at 3 a.m. playing Halo 3. Please enjoy responsibly. Hey, remember that thing? The moon landing. Jazz. Trapper keepers. Manners. Alf. Sunny D. Yeah, I remember those things. All right, for Remember That Thing this week, we are talking about Blockbuster. Oh, dang. Blockbuster, that's like a really specific memory. A very, but kind of a short window on how long it listed. Try give us a little history on Blockbuster. Well, they were founded in 1985 in Dallas, Texas. The founder was old Big Dave Cook. Um, David Cook, if you didn't know him very well. He's we, the guy that won American Idol? Yeah. Great singer. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, they had a million stores. In 2004, they had 84,300 employees. Then they started to hit their decline. 2010, they only had 25,000. Then this past year, in 2019, they had three employees. That's a lot less than 84,000. <laughs> We're down to one store, Bend, Oregon. Yeah. the only one that we have left. It's dubbed the last blockbuster. I think that's what they have on their yeah, cards they give out. Yeah, that's the only one. There was two left in Alaska. Those were the only two that were left. Sad. At this point, it's got to be somewhere where you have terrible internet if you're going to do Blockbuster. Now, if you're under 15, 20 years old and you don't know what Blockbuster is, Zach, give us a little rundown what Blockbuster actually was. Well, uh, instead of going into the virtual interwebs to figure out what you wanted to watch, imagine scrolling through Netflix, but in a giant store that has aisles and aisles and aisles of movies. Any movie that you can really think of. It was impressive how big these stores were, but you would have your sections, you'd have new release and action and comedy and horror and adult in some blockbuster locations. Yeah, those were roped off. Yeah, that was like a secret back room. Um, But you'd have all those categories laid out. You'd have your VHS tapes lined up so you can actually see what you're watching. So 
that doesn't even matter now with Netflix and stuff, like what the front of the movie looks like. That was what was selling you on this. There's no trailer paying. You'd have to like look at the box and see what it was. Yeah, what is this show about? Oh, is that a picture of Denzel Washington? All right, let's do it. Let's try it out. He looks like he's going to kill someone. Why not? Hey, this guy's wearing a Hawaiian shirt. He looks like a fun guy. Let's rent this one. <laughs> That's basically how, how the market worked on that. But So you would have your box copy on top, and then behind it, you would have the actual physical tape that you would take up to the counter to rent out. Now, the hard part was, if you didn't get there early Friday or Saturday for those new releases, you might be out of luck. You might get up there, and all you have is those front little covers and nothing behind it guess what they would have they'd have a lot of copies of the new release but everyone would be trying to get it so like apollo 13 or something came out on i can't think of a big movie right now that's a big movie right yeah so you'd have like an entire bookshelf full of just that movie but it would just be the front cover cases where you just see like 55 Tom Hanks and astronaut outfits. And when you'd first. And then nothing behind them. And when you'd first walk in, too, they'd have a little little thing up on the wall, let you know the dates of the new movies that were coming out, what their release dates were going to be. So if you really wanted to see the movie, you'd want to get there on that date to make sure that you got it. I just remember walking around the store. Like, if you didn't get the movie that was there. Then it's game. Then it's like searching through Netflix, where you just spend hours trying to figure out what you want to get, and then you fight. Especially with our family, because Zach and I would have to agree on a movie, and that didn't happen very often. But then we'd have to agree on a movie with mom and dad too. Yeah, that's true. Because we never. It's not like we got like ten movies while we were there. No. On the off case that we didn't bring it back on time, we're not yeah. getting like a small business loan to return. Now that's My the Deducts two four days late. I think there was different prices too on how many days you wanted to keep it. Yeah, so depending on the time, because I think they changed the plans as they went. When you'd rent your movie, you would just get it for like a night, or you could get it for three nights or two five or nights. three days. Like it would be a little bit more to rent it that way to give yourself some more time to get it. Like, but if you didn't get it back on time. They hit you with the late fees. And those were just shots. And to apparently the that's gut. where Blockbuster was making all of their profit was on late fees. So they'd have a certain time we'd have to del- uh, return them by too. And they had the little slots like at a library, you stick your book in, but you had to stick your movie in it. If you didn't get there by the time, they would like be sitting there just waiting because, like Zach said, a lot of their profit was on the late fees. Now, the cool thing about the drop slot is, say you're going to look for your movie, nothing behind all the ones on the shelf. You got to go to that return bin and start digging through them and see if you can find something good. You got to cross your fingers that someone just returned that new release. Somebody got there at 10 a.m. and they already watched it and they've returned it. Because they didn't want any late fees. Yeah. (laughs) Take out a second mortgage on their house. Yeah. Now, Zach, what are some of the memories you had of Blockbuster when we were little? I have a few. Now, I was thinking, like, we rented so many movies from the movie rental places, and I just, there's only a couple that I remember, so um, you and mom went to Southern California to go visit Wendy. Mm -hmm. Dad and I were home alone, 
and dad's idea was to rent a movie and we watched quigley down under starring tom <laughs> Selleck. love it and that was like one of the first movies that was just like me and him and i i remember that's like i specifically remember that and watching the movie and him being super excited about like every scene that was coming up because he had seen it before. <laughs> Sounds like dad. <laughs> you, you guys will see that next week when we have him on. Um, the thing about Blockbuster, though, is they also had video games, which we towards the end of Blockbuster's reign, those were the things we really went for instead of the movies. Well, we had been renting video games from the video stores for a long time, though. Now, with the video games, you got them for a couple extra days, so you'd get them for, like, three days, but three days, unless you're, like, all in, like, on a three-day weekend or you got the chicken pox or something where you know you're going to be home for a while, three days is not enough time to play any video game. No, I mean, especially if the game has a story plot or something, you're going to get to maybe, like, level 10 of, you know, 25, and you're like, oh, good, I saved this game, but we got to return the game. Yeah, we finally found out who the bad guy is. Time to bring it back to the store. <laughs> yeah, that's where they kind of got you because a lot of the times we'd li- really like the game and then we would just, you know, re-rent it. They'd get us again for the five bucks or whatever it was to rent the video game. Got to the point on some of those video games, we should have just bought it. Well, we did end up buying a lot of them <laughs> after we started renting them a few, a few times. I think that's why they rented them. Same with movies. A lot of people bought movies more than now, I'd say. Yeah, nobody buys movies now. Mm -mm. No one has a big old DVD collection anymore that I can think of. I still have my Giants DVD wallet, and I get it out like three times a year, maybe. Yeah, that's hard. I I don't even have the ability at home to watch a DVD. I have to watch it through the Xbox. I don't have my Xbox hooked up right now, so... Now, another good thing about Blockbuster is you're heading up to the front to check out. They had the candy and the popcorn right there. And it was, you know, kind of like the candy and popcorn that they had at the movie theaters. So you're getting... Yeah, the- you have your box of jujubes or whatever it is you wanted to get. So it's like having that experience at home. So it's kind of like a one-stop shop for everything that you needed. But the prices on it were obviously jacked up, kind of like at the movie theater, because they knew that they had you coming from a mile away. Mm-hmm. What movies do you remember renting? I can only come up with a couple. I got the other only other one that I remember, we weren't supposed to watch it, but um, Mom and Dad, and I think it must have been Tammy and John, came over and they watched Terminator 2. And I snuck out of our room and like crawled on the floor behind the couch with my head like peeked out over the side and I watched Terminator 2. That's a good move. Yeah. I, was, I would have been pretty young when Terminator 2 came out when they were watching it. I, I, wanna say, I know we eventually bought it, but I don't know why it keeps coming in my head. The Big Green. Yeah, I think we owned that movie, but I, we did we did rent it. Yeah, that's just the one. We'd always rent those dumb Nickelodeon type movies. Big and Green I, is not a dumb movie. <laughs> That's actually a really good movie. I think Steve Gutenberg should have won an Oscar for that movie. Um, I remember a lot of video games. I think at first we rented Tony Hawk. We rented Crash Bandicoot. I know we eventually Sonic the Hedgehog. We rented Snow Brothers. Snow Brothers, yeah. Cause Vito. Until we couldn't find it anymore. Yeah. And Bubble Bobble. Bubble Bobble, that's a really good game. Those were ones that you can play, and it didn't really matter if you had to return it in three days. <laughs> yeah. you can beat that one real quick 
Now with Blockbuster though, they were hot for so long and then they just took that downward spiral and it's because why? Our old friend Netflix. That son of a bee stinger. And it wasn't but it wasn't the streaming online Netflix. It was the mail in Netflix. And the reason that we liked it for two reasons. One, you didn't have to leave your house. You just have to walk to the mailbox. Two, no late fees. That's huge. That's huge right there. Cause I mean, let's say you for you're spending like twenty, twenty five bucks on late fees sometimes if it's super late and you can't find it or something happened to it. Yeah, you'd end up having to buy it and they would charge you like twenty five dollars. Yeah, whatever it would actually cost you to buy it. Well, great. Now I have a twenty five dollar copy of Look Who's Talking To. <laughs> Two of them. I've lost it twice. Why do we want to keep watching this movie? Yeah, so Netflix and Redbox kind of just took them out of the game. Netflix first and then Redbox with the... Well, Blockbuster had a chance to buy Netflix, but they didn't believe that it was like a long-term thing and they just didn't do it, which that's like your classic downfall. Yeah, that's kind of a big swing and miss there. And then they tried to get into the streaming thing late too. They actually had a better service than Netflix, but I think like... Dish Network or DirecTV or somebody owned I them. I saw that. Yeah, Dish bought them. And they tried to use the brand name, but at that point it was way too late. Yep, sometimes you swing and sometimes you miss. You remember having a Blockbuster membership carding? Well, I don't think we... I remember mom would take us up to Blockbuster sometimes and let us run in with her card. Yeah. And like $10 in cash or whatever it was to rent one movie and one video game. Yeah. But I don't think I ever had my own Blockbuster card. I don't, I don't think I did either. Maybe a Hollywood video card, like late. Hollywood video card, definitely. Not Blockbuster, though. It's just sad. That was a big Friday and Saturday night thing from our youth. That yeah. was the thing to do. Everybody was at the video store getting something. Yeah, now they're all just vacant or furniture stores. Or they're just empty. That Hollywood video on Sunrise has been there forever. I'm just empty. <laughs> yeah. And you can tell what it was. Like the Blockbusters will still have the weird Blockbuster ticket sign on there. And you kind of know what it is. It's just sad. Things change. It's just crazy that you're that high at your peak where you have all these stores. 84,000 employees. And now you have three. Yeah. Do you remember having to rewind your videos before you return it? Otherwise, you get hit with another fee. Yeah, they had you coming and going. I'll tell you what. Oh, you didn't rewind it all the way. It's another three bucks. What? I guess time is money. Do you remember the little rewind machine that John Vito had that was shaped like a car? Kind of remember. You put it in there and rewind it for you, right? Yeah. That's the most useless piece of equipment <laughs> that you could possibly own right now. That's pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't think we have any VHS. Definitely we don't. No, we don't have a, we don't even have the player. We don't have a VCR. That's crazy. They good memories though. Yeah. Good good memories at the old blockbuster. If you guys have any memories, go ahead and shoot them out on our social media at Spivey Special everywhere. I just remember walking around the store aimlessly hours it seemed like it probably was only a few you know a few minutes but it seemed like the biggest place in the world when you're a young kid those stores were ginormous but i guess we're doing the same thing now at netflix though we're just sitting on the couch 
spending an hour trying to figure out what. That's the worst thing ever. Know, one hour looking for something to watch, and then I just watch The Office again. We spend an hour, and then we pick a movie, and it's awful. We make it like half hour in, and we look at each other like, well, we got to finish it. <laughs> all right, I think that's all we got for Blockbuster. Take a quick break, and we'll come back with Sports Jug. Sports Jug with the Spivey Brothers. Cubs are good. Get the ball to big country. Generic soccer take. All right, that's enough. I'm out of breath. All right, this week for Sports Jog, we'll be talking about an iconic moment in the history of the NBA, especially for us Sacramento people. We'll be talking about the 2002 Western Conference Finals, Game 4, more specifically the last 11 seconds. Big shot, Bob. It's still very painful in this part of Northern California to even bring up Robert Ory's name. But what can you do? So we're gonna kind of give you some context. If you're not if you're not from around here, this one might not hit for home. But let me give you some context on how this is. So we have the Sacramento Kings. That's our home team. I was actually a Laker fan at this point because I'm a huge Shaq guy. Shaq's huge. He is very huge. So Sacramento moved here in 1985. They have been one of the most, one of the best, most loyal fan bases. They've been selling out. They were selling out Arco Arena, even though the team had been basically hot garbage the entire time that it had been here. Cowtown. Finally, like what was it, 1998? Michael W. Smith and Mitch Richmond and a couple of those. You remember Michael the Animal Smith? The Animal, yeah. Wayman Tisdale. That was a little I think before. it was I think it was post Wayman Tisdale that they but then we finally made the playoffs and it was this huge deal. And then everything started to click all at once. Petrie had like this crazy run. They trade for Weber. They they get Jason Williams. They draft Peja. They trade for Vladi. And everything just starts to click. They trade for um Doug Christie. Hedo, big they got Hedo, Bobby Jackson. Like they have this really good team. They have this offensive system where everything is just clicking. Like if you think about what the Warriors look like with Steph and Clay, where they've got that motion offense and everyone's passing in, it's super exciting to watch. That is basically the Kings' offense from the early two thousands. The most exciting team to watch. At yes. this time. Yeah, so that year at the 2001-2002 season, they were actually the one seed coming into the playoffs. They had 61 wins. They haven't even had that in the last four years combined, I don't think. Maybe three. <laughs> yeah. Um, they're the hottest team in the league. It finally looks like it's this year. Now, for the Lakers, the team that they're playing in this series, well, they're the Lakers. They've got the second most championships of all time. Um, they're coming off... The 2001 Lakers, which is the best team that I've ever seen play basketball. Just absolutely. They have one loss in the playoffs the season before, which is the Iverson step-over game. But they're, like, unbeatable at this point. They're, you look at these teams that they're playing, it's like, oh, it's the Tim Duncan, David Robinson Spurs. Yeah, sweep. Yeah. They're just, like, they're rolling through everyone now. But it's a Phil Jackson team, so this is the next year. The Lakers are the three seed. Now, the Lakers roster, 
there's there's people on it. There's Shaq and Kobe, I think that's how you say it. So probably one of the most dominant centers ever. And then Kobe, who's debatably top three all time. Yeah, they're on the same team. Damn. With like good, good people built specifically to be on the team with Shaq and Kobe. Yikes. Like it's a super dominant team. Now they're a... Now, who's on the bench, Troy? The Rock. Yeah. The Rock. Mitch Richmond. <laughs> so the Kings finally get to this series. They're finally the one seed. And then who's on the other side looking at them? Mitch They're Richmond. like the only good player that they had like in the last 20 Ever. years. Mitch Richmond is there just sitting there looking across. Now, the Lakers kind of coasted that year. Phil Jackson does not care about the regular season. Never has. They're the three seed. They had 58 wins. So it's not like they were bad. but Yeah, only three less than the Kings that year. So we get to the playoffs, and both of these teams just dominate on their way to this final. Like They're obviously playing each other because they're playing the best basketball. The Kings beat the Carmelone, John Stockton, Jazz 3-1. They go. Not even like not, some of the games are not even close. Then they beat the Steve Nash, Dirk, Nov- Dirk Nowitzki, uh, Mavericks four one. Another like beat n- another one of those teams that should have been way better than they were. Like you look at the team, they have like Michael Finley. They've got a super deep team. Kings just trash them, kill them. Now the Lakers on the other side. Lakers play the Scottie Pippen, Rasheed Wallace, Bonzi Wall, Bonzi Wells. Like Blazers. the really, really deep Blazers team. That looks really good on paper. Sweep 3-0. Then they play the Spurs, Tony Parker, Tim Duncan, Dave Robinson. 4-1. Like the Kings and Lakers are obviously the two best teams in the league. No one in the East even has a chance. No, basically whoever won this series was going to win. I think the Lakers went on and swept the, the Nets. Nets. Yeah. The Kenyon Martin... Jason, Jason Kidd, Kidd, Richard, or what was it? Uh, Richard Jefferson, Ugh. the big three. Anybody, whoever <laughs> got any of these teams looking out of the West wins this thing. So, like Kings and the Lakers, they finally meet the best the Kings have ever been and may ever be. Hopefully not, but Kings are up two one. They split in sack. Which at the time seems like, oh no, we can't even hold home court. Then they win game three in LA and they're on like this super big high coming into this game. Then game four, Kings are just absolutely fire in the first. They were up 20 after the first quarter. It's ridiculous. I mean, it's looking good. A 20 point lead after one or any point would be... For the Lakers to win, it would be the biggest comeback in the history of the playoffs to this point. Kings are looking good. You're the number one seed with a 20-point lead after the first. They hang on in the second quarter. They give up a couple, but they're up 16 at half. But at going into the half, if you- Samaki Walker, my, one of my favorite names of all time, Samaki Walker hits like a half quarter from three. And he didn't really get the shot off, but they let it count because this is before instant replay. Yeah, it was like a second and a half late. And those three points, they come back huge at the end. You didn't think at halftime, seven, 16, 17 points. It's like, whatever, game. 16 points, this game is over. We're moving on. <sighs> We're going back to Sacramento. 
But no. No. <laughs> they just slowly choke the game away. The, this, this Shaq guy and this Kobe guy, they were pretty good. <laughs> Robert Org starts to get hot. He hits a few threes. We get down to the final stretch of this game. Hito hits a jumper from 21 feet. Hito pages out of this game. So Hito is basically he's, he's the other Peja. He we, was, they had two Pejas, was which was nice. Dominant this game. I think Hito scored like 21 or something in this something game. Like, like on a good shooting percentage too. Yeah. All right. So we're going to go through the last little stretch of the fourth quarter. and We're going to stop right before. We're going to get a little dramatic for this <laughs> last stretch. Uh, so minute 52, Hito hits a 21-foot jumper, which... That's a thing that used to happen. There's no yeah. 21 foot jumpers in the NBA now. No. Kings are up six with a minute 52. Ugh. Looking good. Great. Minute 39. Robert Ory hits a three. Big Cuts shot, it to three. Bob. Ugh. You can just feel the air start to come ahead of the Kings. Oh my gosh. Minute 17, though. Vladi hits another jumper. I don't know how he hit this shot. If you go back and look at the highlights of this game, what are you doing, Vladi? Oh, great shot. Great shot. <laughs> They're up five. But the minute, minute 17. 17, make your free throws and you win the game. Kobe hits one from eight feet, though. He's going to get that bucket. He's good. Yeah. You heard of him? Three-point game. Christy misses a three. 40 seconds left, up three. Yeah. You hack Shaq? Why wouldn't you? This is the most effective thing that exists in basketball is hack Shaq <laughs> at this point in the game. 26 seconds left. You're up by three. You foul Shaq. He makes both. Shaq never makes both. Never. I don't think he's ever made both besides this time. <sighs> well, they actually run off 15 seconds of clock before the Lakers can foul them, which is the perfect thing that you can do. I don't think they were in the bonus yet. Yeah, so they would, had to have been two fouls, but still 15 seconds. It That's should huge, be no huge, seconds huge. coming off the clock to do that. That's exactly what you're supposed to do. Now, Vladi just makes both, and you're up three, and then... Oh, no, it's the Sacramento Kings, so <laughs> Vladi misses the first. And you could just see everyone's oh, face like, Pucker oh, my City. God. Oh, my gosh. He makes the second, though. So, so we got 11 seconds left in the game. And now we're going to do a little dramatic reading. I'm going to play the part of the Kings fan. Zach's going to play the part of the Lakers fan. And you're going to hear what goes through our minds during these last 11 seconds. All right. Got to get a bucket. Please, just one stop. Just get the ball to Kobe. You got to stop Kobe. You just need two, and then we'll get to overtime. You can't give up a three here. All right. Ball's in. Iso Kobe, love it. Get it out of his hands. All right, get to the hoop. He missed it? How is that not a foul? Get a rebound. Huge rebound, Shaq. Get a rebound. Just dunk it. Get a rebound. Oh, my God. How did he miss that? Get a rebound, oh, Vladi. Ball's loose. Someone grab it. Is the clock even moving? Or he's wide open. Is there any time left? Get there, Weber. For the win. I can't look. Big shot, Bob. How do you not get a rebound? So following that, that was only game four of that series, Trey. That was the 11 seconds that you remember, though. That ball just dribbling out to Ori. It's like, no. <laughs> and he just stood there like he knew exactly how much time was there. Like he didn't go run for the ball and just shoot a quick two. He's just like, no, this is coming to me. I'm going to have time. It looked like it was like perfectly choreographed. That It's just, yep, Big Shot Bob's going to get it on top. Drano. Vladi tips it anywhere else. Anywhere else. The time runs out. 
or just gets the rebound because there's no one even around him when he gets it. Yeah, it would have been a tough rebound, but he thinks there's there. I mean, Kobe misses, Shaq misses. There was only 11 seconds to start. There's no way there's time left on that clock. There's like one second when he tips it. So, yeah, I don't that had to have been the quickest tip ever. And then he gets it off still somehow. He perfectly strokes it, and Weber almost <laughs> gets there. Yeah, he got close. Well, that's only game four. Yeah, Kings come. Kings win game five. Yeah, they come home, win game five. But then they lose the next two. Well, game. Under very questionable circumstances. Yeah, let's not get into that. That's a whole other episode where we're talking about the NBA ref scandal with Tim Donnie and. Can't make a free throw game seven at home. They had every chance in the world in game seven to win. Yep. Could have won game five. They won game five. Could have won game four. Yeah, we just went over that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you're up 20 after one. Give me a break. And then the Lakers go on. They end up winning the series, and they just destroy the Nets. Yeah. Four-game sweep and not even close. Kings would have waxed them. Yeah, Kings were the best team in that series against the Lakers. But what can you do? Sometimes the balls don't bounce your way. But I think I think it's that game four shot though. It's just stuck with them. Yeah, because if you if you win that, all the mo's in your dugout, you're up three one going home. Their whole attitude. If you see all their after game post conference, oh, it was a lucky shot. Oh, it was a lucky shot. And well, just I mean, like, they go out and win game five. Yeah, but then they got hosed in game six. It's and, just stuck with them though. But and then from that point, it's a whole no, it's a whole other world. Like the team's still good. They're still together. Yeah. For the most part. I mean, they're a little bit older, but... Decline. Next two years, they make it to the second round. First round exits in 05 and 06. I think that's like a Ron Artest or Kevin Martin year at that point. The team kind of falls apart after that. They lost to the Spurs, but he made that one layup that won the game at the buzzer. That was the only game I think we won in that series. And then they haven't been to the playoffs since 06. One of the longest droughts in sports, other than like the Seattle Mariners. Not great. Yeah. <laughs> Not great, I'd say. But, I mean, those 11 seconds, I think. So let's talk about what happens if he misses that shot or time runs out and the Kings win this series. They go in and win a championship. The whole world changes at that point, right? Yeah, I mean. They start getting free agents. You don't get rid of Adelman. Yeah. Adelman definitely stays. I think Petrie stays longer. He still stayed a little bit longer. Well, I mean, if he's going to draft Jason Thompson again. <laughs> Man, I'd rather get a U-Haul than that guy from Ryder. Uh, but yeah, I think like the whole world changes. Well, as a fan, I mean, especially in my life until the Cubs won until 2016. I mean, Ravens, I mean, football is probably my lowest fandom sport. It goes baseball, basketball for me, and then hockey probably. And two of my three have never won it, and the only one that has is the Cubs. So, Yeah, well, it's one of those things, man. It's one of those moments that you remember where you were when you were watching it. I was supposed to go to a party as the only Laker fan there with a bunch of Kings fans. I'm glad I didn't go. It would have been bad. Would have been very awkward. <laughs> but I mean, I remember as a freshman in high school at basketball practice, 
my coaches were huge Kings fans, as was I. But I'd go out there, top of the key, pretend I was Robert Ory, <laughs> hold that hand up as I'm backpedaling down the court. It's just one of those memorable moments, man. Good or bad. Yeah. You remember it. Yep. And an iconic moment in sports, but especially in Sacramento, everybody remembers that shot. That was and the it, height. And one of the biggest shots that I remember in the NBA. I think they're prob- that team that year was probably one of the best teams ever to not win. It's got to be the, yeah, the 2002 Kings or one of those Steve Nash Suns years where they or had the year, or Amari Stoudemire. Or the year the Warriors broke the Bulls records and lost. Yeah, well, the <laughs> NBA rigged that series. Yeah, I think Tim was on that call too. Yeah. <laughs> all right, I think that's all we got for that. I think any longer, and Troy's gonna have a little panic attack talking about that shot. So we're gonna move. We're gonna move on and uh, let's close her down. Let's close her down. It's been a long night. Yeah, it's been fun. Yeah, we had a good time. Um, so we are going to have our first in studio live guest next week. Spivey uh, will be here. We got our first on air live read coming up get excited for it yeah we got like a <laughs> legit sponsor now yeah i mean we won't forget all you guys when we get huge but this six dollars <laughs> really gonna push us over the top we're already huge physically yeah, yeah. now we'll get huge physically <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this money's absolutely going towards like whoppers or something yeah um so yeah i think that's all we got um, we're going to have a live show probably in two weeks. We want to do more of them, but we're still waiting on if anyone watched it last time, Podbean, their app is still a little sketch. We're waiting for the update. They fixed a lot of things, but we're... We'll They're get getting there. It's a newer site, so we want to do another live show. Those are a lot of fun. They really are. So go ahead, uh, follow us on any social media, at Spivey Special everywhere, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Yeah, we already have another guest lined up after Dad comes on. If you're interested in being a guest on the show, email us at spiveyspecialpodcast at gmail.com or reach out on social media. We're really excited to start booking guests and really just get the crowd into it because I think that's our number one goal always. Got to get the crowd into it. Yeah, if you aren't putting your two hands flat above your head and raising the roof, I don't think you're listening to the show right. <laughs> All right, Troy, you got anything else? Just your fat. Troy, you're fat. Later. Later.